going on guys welcome to episode number 66 here on the proven knowledge podcast this is the creator series today i welcomed a hip-hop artist from baltimore maryland his name is luke kang luke kang is good friends with our collaborators jordan e420 and og process who i had on this show a few months back and that's actually what led him to reach out to me about being on this episode today we discussed what the scene is like in baltimore currently as far as how he approaches Uh, being an artist especially an independent artist in the city and I like his analogy about how it's kind of a slept on city and it's really not a place where people 100% support one another all the time and it's kind of tough to be heard in the city Um, we discussed his influences such as currency who I knew already that he was a big fan of and it was cool to hear the stories about that Um, and we wrapped up today with basically just him giving a lot of uh, wisdom and information to kind of help people out. Uh, He's all about promoting a healthy lifestyle, which I'm all for because I've been getting into that, especially in the last year or so. I think we should all be doing that, especially as music makers and creators, uh, because it's important to keep our minds sharp and really just live a balanced lifestyle, you know, at the end of the day, because we are dealing with a lot of things. Uh, You can deal with self-doubt. You can deal with outside pressures. And it's good to just stay as focused as possible and stay consistent. And one thing about Luke Kang that I will say is that he has consistency down pat. You know, so does Jordan, so does OG Process, that whole gang. Um, so I'm always glad to see them doing their thing, and I appreciate him for joining me this week. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 66 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series. Today we have a really dope MC out of Baltimore, Maryland. He goes by the name of Luke Kang. How are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. AKA OZ. Some people yeah. call me OZ. Yeah, I know man. they see that OZ at the end, like, what <laughs> is that? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that was there first. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I know, we, like I said, we were just talking off, you know, the recording and everything. We've kind of been in contact for a while just through Jordan E420 and Carter and everybody that is obviously, we've all been, you know, in touch for a minute now. Um, so yes, I'm glad sir. to get you on the show today, and you know, to start out, we just had the guests kind of give a little bit of background as far as how you got into music, kind of just the basic information for those that might not know. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much, man, I got into music like honestly back in 2006. I was like in the sixth grade, and I was living in Virginia. I'm I'm born. I was born and raised in Baltimore, West Side. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, West Baltimore. I was born that side in that hospital, and um. Once I linked with, once I like went down VA and shit like that, I started saying my brother he was making beats, my homie was rapping. I'm like, what the fuck? And I already had been coming up on the locks and shit from my uncle up there in Baltimore. Mm. So I was back and forth to VA in Baltimore, like getting put out of schools and shit like that, all through my like middle school and just coming up. You know what I mean, all the way up to high school. So I started taking music serious, like the old I got, and I'm like, man, I see the school shit ain't really like. Man, I'm not I'm not applying myself like I should be, mm-hmm. even though I can. <laughs> I knew it was something bigger or something my heart wanted to follow. I'm not going to be happy just doing this. Yeah. Like, when I finish this, then what? Because you see a lot of people still, they get out of school, they still scrapping and struggling, got a master's and don't know, bachelor's and don't know, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what they really want to do because they've been following this this traditional way for so long. No, you got you to gotta scratch that out and make your own agenda, mm-hmm. you did? Yeah, exactly. It's kind of yeah, crazy. So I, so I kind of just been in the music ever since then, man. Yeah. Just growing up on Tupac, The Locks, you know what I mean? Hand Down, South Shit, Outkast, um, Master P, you know, uh, Soldier Slim. Uh, just listening to everybody, man. See Murder, all those just coming up on Hot Boys and 
just hearing oldies and fucking Aretha Frank, all that oldie shit, that shit just came up into that good music that was coming out in the 90s that yeah. was actually hip-hop. And that came together for me because Nas is like my favorite artist after Tupac. You feel what I'm saying? And then it's the locks and, 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 and you feel me? And then that's when they get down south and I go down to Spitter. Like, man, niggas is really underground and they really get free game and it's really... And it really got like a true testament to show what they've been through. You feel me? The trials and tribulations, circumstances, and things like that. So it all just come in a full circle, spanning. Just like man, that's how I was able to grasp the music. And like, I feel like I separate myself because motherfuckers like they sticking to today's sound, but I'm still on that same timeless sound hmm. that I've been on, that I grew up on. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy you mentioned about the school thing because I, I kind of share the same sentiment as well because I remember like right when I started music was right when I got done with high school. So I remember like being done with high school and that was basically the awakening was like, what am I going to do now? You know what I mean? Like what you just said. Right. Like, you really don't always have that set plan. Like unless you're going to go be a doctor, go be a lawyer, like you know what you got to do. But if you're not doing that, uh, you kind of just got to figure out for yourself like what you're going to do. So I knew that why not just try music, you know what I mean? Because you never right. know what's going to happen. You might as well try it and see if why you're even not? good at it. So, yeah. So, it's like, I definitely feel exactly what you're saying with that, where you just have to put yourself out there and kind of give it a go. If you feel confident about it, like, why not Why not do it? So, right. that's definitely... And you never know what it come, you know I mean, come from it. Yeah. You, even if it's just some happiness, bro. Yeah, like, exactly. that's where I'm at with it now. Like, when you get older, you like, man... Nigga not trying to be mainstream. I tell people that all the time. They still yeah. look at me so I'm cra- like I'm crazy to this day. I'm like, man, y'all not up on what's going on today. Like, are y'all paying attention? Yeah, y'all not trying to get into this, this this business. So it's like y'all not really studying what comes with it. Y'all just seeing the glitter and, you know, the glam and all the lights and yeah. all the materialistic bullshit. You know what I mean? That's all yeah. they saying for real. And you got like, to be yourself, Don't get me wrong. Too, we want to get mean? a piece of that shit, but yeah. it's bigger than that. You yeah. know what I mean? It's bigger than that. We want to touch nice things, of course. Who don't? But it's bigger than that. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, you got to be and yourself, too, man. Like, if you're not yourself as an artist, I feel like no one's going to believe in you to begin with. Like, if you're trying yeah. out here to be other people, no one's right, really going right. to believe or take you that seriously to begin with because they're going to be like, oh, you're copying this person or you're right, this right, person. right, and that's where that's where I feel like compassion shouldn't even come in play because mm-hmm. people get to compare themselves to people, and you shouldn't be like you mm-hmm. doing this for the reason you're doing it. You're not doing it for anybody else, but what you feel like is going to help paying your life out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Better than it is now. Like yeah, exactly. that's where people get fucked up, man. They get sidetracked. They get distracted easily. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I couldn't have said that better myself, man. So thank you for sharing that for sure. Um, Absolutely. So obviously from just hearing a lot of your music, I know that you're someone who's very attention to detail on the lyrics. Like you seem like a very lyrical guy. So I'm curious to know, like, how does your process usually begin for songwriting? Do you write things out? Or are you just freestyling when you hear the production? Like, how does that um, go for you? It, it depends on the mood. Like I might be in the car listening to some beats, smoking and shit. And then I just might start freestyling a little bit. Like, oh, that was, yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. And then I might just go ahead and jot it down. You know what I mean? Because yeah. a lot of times when I try to keep that shit up there, I lose some good shit. And some of the good shit that was okay might stay in my head. Like, damn, but what was that other shit I said before this? <laughs> so I like to write everything down. Like, people always ask me, like, do you freestyle? Do you... No, I don't I don't really like to freestyle. Like, I might drink and fuck around and freestyle. Mm-hmm. And it still sound cool. That's what people would let me know. But I'm not big on freestyling. I take my hat off to people who battle because I feel like that's a sport. And I feel like you got to really be in it to really make a like you know what I mean make yourself like oh he's a good freestyle like yeah. there's a lot of people that get overlooked in that shit so you gotta really 
step up to the plate and, and, and know what you're doing in that shit. So I take my hat off. This, the, the, not saying it's impossible, but I don't really put that much time into knowing and perfecting it. You know what I mean? Stuff mm-hmm. like how I did my craft and writing. Like, it's a beauty in writing that I love that I will never get away from because it's like, <laughs> yeah, it feels good, man, just yeah. to write that shit and for you to envision the shit that I just now put in pen and, lit and lyrics on paper and that shit now look like a movie. So you can basically say it's like a script, but it's real life. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Shit crazy. So, so what do you think was the longest song you ever took to write? Do you remember? Um, the longest song, and the, and only time like no bullshit. The only time it might take long to write a song. Not saying that you gotta rush anything. Mm-hmm. Like you're not rushing your process, especially when you got that ultimate confidence, man. You not let nobody rush you, bro. Yeah. You doing everything at your pace. You feel me? Like you're not worrying about what they're doing tonight or. With, you know, you just focus, you locked in, like that tunnel vision. But um, writer's block could definitely make you take longer than you want to to prolong shit. But fucking, um, probably took me like, I'd say like two weeks. Hmm. Two weeks was probably the max. But I'm, especially when it's pressure on me. I always feel like it's pressure when I'm on somebody else's record. Yeah. Like just recently, my man, um, Jordan, shout out to Jordan, E420. He just now, um, he shot me something. He shot me a song for this 90s baby joint he dropping this this month. This shit gonna be hard as fuck. Um, and he was like, man, bro, he, he sent it to me one day, and then two, three days later, maybe four days, because he usually, he always like, no rush. That's how we carry shit. We like, no rush, man. You know, that's how, because we gotta, we gotta do this shit the right way. So it's like, um, I'm like, damn, bro, I got you, bro, I got you. I got the other joint done. I'm great. Knock this joint out right now. I should have been got it done. I could have been got it done, but I was allowing other stuff to get in my way. And then, of course, mm-hmm. life itself. You got to, you know what I mean? You got to tend to that. But it was like, man, it was like I sent it right back to him, and I felt that energy like, all right, I can't be like that because usually he know my work ethic to get it right back to him. You know what I mean? But yeah. I felt like, all right, I got to go ahead and knock this. But it actually gave me that that drive and, 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 and motivation to just go ahead and knock it out and kill the verse even more. I'm like, bro, need this verse. I need to hurry up and send it back to him. He waiting on his shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So let me send him his shit back right so we, you know, I ain't messing up nobody's business. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. It's it's cool, too, because, like, I feel like the more years you put in, you'll get even better and better. Like, I know just for yes. myself, I feel like I've gotten so much quicker with doing things now. Because yeah. it's like, I think when you first start out, you got to, like, really just take, it takes you a lot longer to get the hang of things. But it's just like anything else. Once the repetition comes in, it becomes oh, yeah. easier and easier and easier. So it's like, yeah. you never know, even like 20 years from now, you could probably just be writing songs left and right, and they'll be high quality, too. They're not going to be, like, bad songs. They're going to be even better because you just know it's like the back of your hand. It's like night and day, you know what I mean? Right. Like you already know how to approach a record, how to write for it, what to do. Or even by then, you could take even more time if you wanted. Like, you could have the luxury of time to be able to just sit back and take more time. Like, it all really depends on the situation. So. Exactly, and I love I love the fact that you use the word repetition. Yeah. That's a that's a great word for that for for this um, yeah. topic, man. Yeah, that's what that's what you got to live by for sure, especially in music. I feel like repetition. That's, you got to build the um, God, what's the word? The um, oh, I lost the word. Um, be like that. <laughs> God damn. And I, I well my my last fucking podcast interview, I didn't get to roll up a joint, man. So uh-huh. I'm trying to roll up now. Smoke yeah, my no first worries. joint for the day. <laughs> I, I forget what I was going to say, but it was like, um, oh, self-discipline. That's what I was going to say. Build self-discipline through repetition. Like, oh, yeah. Which is pretty obvious because like, that goes for anything we do. It's just like if you do well, it daily and you're, and you're like practice what you're doing every single day, it's going right. to become way easier to 
make it happen. So I yeah. feel like that's something we all got to live by, no doubt. It, it's almost like getting in that gym and shooting those jumpers every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. You're going you to get better, man. You, you know what I mean? You're going to get better. Yeah, exactly. The more you get in there and shoot them jumpers, you shoot 100 jumpers a day, you're going to get better. It, it is weird, though, how a lot of people, especially in music, it's like they don't approach it that way. They approach it like they can just sit back and wait for things to happen and things will just magically happen. But yeah, it's like now that's you what, really got to put the work said, in. So. It's crazy you said that. Cause I was just telling my bro, like, man, it's way past that point of, like, just waiting around and waiting for somebody yeah. to discover you. Like, especially when you're in the underground, like, and considered an underdog for so long. Like, bro, you're not even you, – you're not even – like you're not even on the radar yeah. you feel me so how exactly. you how you expect to like just wait around you feel me they don't even know you or see you so it's like yeah. you're gonna wait around for what <laughs> exactly. That's all. like what are you waiting for like you gotta you gotta really i feel like almost even for myself i had to kick myself out of the habit of just kind of expecting people to do things for me so it was more yeah. like if i just put in the work i'm gonna also feel more confident in the work because i've done it already like i know what i'm doing and where i want to go so why would i right. not do it why would I want someone else to try and do that for me? You know what I mean? Right. So, right. And I feel like you and Jordan and Carter and everybody, like you guys all have that same sentiment. I can tell because you guys are very consistent. You guys show yourselves. Like I always know when you guys are dropping. You know what I mean? I always know when you guys have new music, new visuals coming out. I'm like, these guys are really putting in the work. And they know what they're doing. And they know what... Don't get me, don't get me wrong, man. Just like any other human being, we get discouraged. We, yeah. we fail certain ways because... Because it feel like shit ain't moving or, you know, you got to just be patient. Or, man, it'd be a lot of shit to be having you in your head, man. Like, mm-hmm. fuck. But you don't never think about giving up. It'd just be like, dang, should I take a break and do something else and then have more money to invest in this and then maybe move at a faster pace? Mm, maybe not. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It'd just be like, yo, just keep going, though. No exactly. matter what, just keep going, though. Whatever you do. Exactly. Like, I don't, you feel me? Yeah, no doubt. So I know you mentioned some of your, you know, your influences coming up, and I obviously knew Currency was a big one because, you know, I, you guys mention him all the time uh, in your music and everything, and uh, so I'm curious to know who else, you know, was a huge influence on you, or maybe someone you still listen to to this day that was like someone that made you want to rap yourself. Um, the first person I heard that really, really made me want to rap was Styles P. Mm. Yeah, Styles P was the first one I heard that made me want to rap. Um, and that was a long time ago. <laughs> hey, look, let me tell you this funny shit I was doing, man. I don't tell many people this, but I'm going to get used to telling people in the interviews and shit. Um, well, when I was younger, I said, like, in the sixth grade, when I first started, my bro was making beats. My other, my cousin was rapping. You feel me? Um, and I fucked around and just started, like, damn, I want to do this. So I get, this, I get to making my name up and all that. I'm like, my name going to be SP the Ghost. Like, I'm thinking because that's his secondary name, SP the Ghost, that it wouldn't matter. Like, that's his alternate his alternate name or something <laughs> like that. You feel me? Like, since he go by Styles P and the SP the Ghost was like, a, you know, like how Spitter got Spitter and then his currency. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, man, I'm like, I'm going to use that. I'm writing this man lyrics down and shit. They hear me get to record. And I get behind the booth to start recording and shit. I get behind the mic. And they like, hold on, that's style shit. Like, and I'm not even knowing they up on it for real. Because these some southern boys, you feel me? My cousin and my brother. I'm like, man, they, I, mean, I know niggas up on styles down here and shit. But goddamn, I think they don't be. I ain't, I know they be on that 3-6 shit and all that. But yeah, man, I came up on a lot of 3-6 too, man. It was a lot of different sounds, man. Like, I think that's why I'm so versatile. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I just don't have as much fun doing my sound than I do. You know what I mean? I don't have that much fun doing my sound 
like that trap shit. That trap shit just be fun for the moment. Yeah. But all this other the other shit, the time and shit I be dropping, like I don't be I don't wanna be considered a conscious a conscious, you know what I mean, artist or nothing like that. But sometimes I can get on that level. You know what I mean? Where yeah, though sure. I just want my people to be aware. Yeah, you just show that versatility too. Like it's good to kind of show the different sides of the sound and try new things. So yeah, yeah. Cause some people they just like man. To this day, I hear people talking about spitter. Different people like less. Different people that down south that was in that 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 era, that bracket with Nip, with um, mm-hmm. with Mac Miller, Wiz, uh, Dom Kennedy. That whole little wave. I caught that wave like my last two years of high school. Mm-hmm. And it did something to me, and it changed my life. That's why I think those niggas are legends. Just for that, they changed people's lives, and they they became influencers. Once you become an influencer, it's like you can change people's lives. You feel me? You yeah, just yeah. It, it's just it's just up to the person who being influenced to be weak or strong. Because yeah. some people will be weak and just want to do everything that person do. No, you got they giving you this game to go do it your way. Yeah, to go about it the way they did, but have your own vision. Yeah, it's like, the, I mean? it's like I, the roadmap. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's all. And, like and, fucking, and that's what my music kind of like a survival guide. Yeah. You know what I mean? And shit like that. Certain songs you'll hear. Like, I got some more shit coming out. I got a, um, I'm going to drop something called Baltimore State of Mind, and then I'm going to drop something called The Agenda. And then I'm going to come right behind that with something called Street Symphonies. And then I'm going to get that series going. It's probably be like three Street Symphonies. And then I'll probably get back on the Generational Wealth and whip out like two more of those because I thought that was so serious of an album that it was just like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that was a good album. Like if you listen to it, it's like yeah. Everybody be telling me to this day, like bro, that's a classic. Like I don't care what no one says, that's a classic. Yeah, nah, man. So it's crazy. How, nice. It's crazy how you mentioned like that era. To me, that's like the 2010 like artists that all came out around that time. That and, was a special time, yeah, man. Like you had sure. to be alive. Yeah, that was a time to be alive, bro. And, and it's real, crazy because every one of those people, I feel like they all have been consistent ever since then, and they all kind of have their own thing that they're doing, and they're not afraid to just do what they're good at. You know what I mean? They they never right. chased another sound. They've never tried to be someone else, like what you just talked about. It's like they never tried to be someone else, and they have exactly. their own core group of fans that really like feeds into what they're doing, and they enjoy what they're doing. And right. I don't know. I feel like that's just how you got to do it right there. Like, yeah, I mean, it's the real, man. They going to respect it at the end of the yeah. day, man. Like, you respect yourself. Like, mm-hmm. man, I could have easily jumped out there and just been like, oh, I'm just going to make this kind of music. I'm going to make some Playboy Cardi <laughs> type music. I'm just going to be, hey, oh, oh, just like mumbling the whole time and just saying the same thing the whole time. Yep. Like, what the fuck? That shit fucked my head up, bro. Like, it really do. I can't sit around, ride around, listen. It's cool when you're drinking and you're in that party mode. Yeah. That's what it's for. I mean, because mostly you're listening to the beat. You yeah, feel me? Exactly. And I used to say all the time, man, you take a lot of these people, learn, you take, I don't knock nobody. Everybody do what they got to do to take care of their family. Yeah. I don't knock nobody. I just like what I like, and I and, and I don't like what I don't like. You feel what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. Like, Everyone's and I'm real enough to speak on that shit. Yeah. And that's just that. But, like, man... It's just, I don't know, the way the music is, man, it be going. Sometimes I just be like, what the fuck? Like, that's, that's, that got all them views? That's going to make, okay. I know exactly what you're talking about, man, believe me. Especially okay. all the music I've heard in the last couple you're years, like, but I don't know. I found myself opening up to a lot more, actually. I feel like a few years ago I was very, like, pissed off about everything that was that I was hearing, but now I'm just like, I'm kind of where you are now. It's just like, yeah, it's not for me, you know what I mean? Like, if it's for someone else, cool, but it's not for me, you know what I mean? Yeah. But... I, I could eat, man. Cause I, I mean, I could. I mean, that shit's so easy though. Like just to go mumble a fucking couple words <laughs> and just like you know not say nothing, bro. 
You're right like, though, like about the beats too. I feel like the beat is what a lot of the times is catching. Yeah, and that's what I was about to say. Like reaction. I used to say, take a lot of these guys, take that, take that beat away, and see if you're still gonna be able to listen yeah. to that shit or learn something from it or even say that it's a good record or just something, gain something yeah. from it. You know what I mean? Even if you're able to relate to it. Like, are you going to be able to tolerate it, though? Like, acapella, without that beat? Because that's what you're really listening to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, cause, I mean, you can turn niggas' shit down to really rapping, and you're going to get something from it. Like, yo, he killing this shit. You feel me? Like, yeah. that's just the difference, man. I don't know. Yeah. Like, know that girl that. Corey LeRae and shit, I don't know if you've seen that. Like, she was doing, like, some freestyle shit. That shit was so funny to me, yo. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> she was just doing her ad lib. And I'm hearing that's what they doing now at shows. Like, all right, they got their vocals behind them. All right, that's not too bad. I understand that. Some people not ready to go that live band route or perform without their vocals behind them. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But if it's sounding trashy and messy, you need to get that shit fixed so that, that, so that it's not that noticeable that you're using that. But these niggas out here lip singing and <laughs> fucking just doing that, just performing that ad lib, yo. Yeah. You know what I mean? They not actually doing a whole show performing, rapping their words, and, you know what I mean, doing their hooks, if they got hooks. You know what I mean? It's just like, they just doing the ad-libs. They just, hey, ha, yeah. And then just saying whatever to the crowd, and then it's just, that's it. I'm like, yeah. wow, and y'all niggas getting a big-ass bag. Y'all yeah. getting a big-ass, they getting the same bag the niggas getting to perform a whole show, man. When yeah. I seen that, this, this interview that Spitter said that, I was like, yo, I can't believe it, yo. That shit been on my mind ever since. Like, yo, that shit is cheating. They cheating. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that's kind of basically what it is, too. But, but you know, man, the, it, they do. That's what make everybody different, though, because yeah. everybody gonna do shit a different way. Yeah, exactly. Nobody's gonna be on the same page. Yeah. We just gotta take the good with the bad, you know what I mean? And just yep. keep it going. Hey. But So, for you, I know you're in Baltimore now. I'm interested to know kind of what the music scene is like there currently, especially for like independent artists. Like, is there in any? Yeah, is there any like challenges you face specifically just being in Baltimore, or has it been kind of easy to find your footing? Like, what do you think about that? Um, I think it's like it's like a lot of other places. Um, to my understanding, I haven't been out there yet, but I heard LA show you big love just like for no reason. Like mm -hmm. they just show you big dumb love, like, and it be genuine. Mm -hmm. um, I know that. Like, a lot of my people that be tapping in with my music, like, um, from Texas, Seattle, Oregon, and then a lot of people overseas. It's like, it jumped from the U.S. and then it goes overseas, mm -hmm. out to um, Canada. You feel me? Out Canada, people be tapping in. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I mean, it's just like, yo, it's like the, it's like that crab bucket, crabs in the bucket joint, you know what I mean? Crabs in the burrow, like, they don't want to see the next man prevail. So they want to hold you down, you know what I mean? Try to hold you, pull you back in that bucket while you trying to crawl out and get to where you need to get. That's how it is. Like, nobody really wants to see nobody win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Genuinely, nobody really wants to see nobody win. So it'd be like a big race. You feel me? It's a big race, for real. Like, uh, it's like either you sold drugs in my city or you got a lead check. A lot of people get lead checks and they go blow it or they invest it properly. Um, but that's, what a lot of, that's how a lot of people come up in the city. Either they were selling some heavy drugs for a long time or and then started investing in the um, little tire shops or restaurant or whatever they invested in themselves. They invested in some building, some real estate. And um, and they just go ahead. Nowadays, you can invest and get your own strand in the weed. I even see a couple people did that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Invest in the weed and 
just keep on running it up there and have all the chains and shit with the weed. And, you know what I mean? They got the weed names on there and they're rapping and shit. So it looked like, all right, they getting money off of this music and it. But, I mean, sometimes that don't even be the case. But you feel me? <laughs> it's just like, it, it's tough to make it up there, though, man. To sum it all up, it's tough to make it, yo, because you, you don't have the city. But if you don't have the city behind you, I feel like you can't even really go nowhere else. But to a certain extent, because if I go out L.A. or Seattle right now, or anywhere, and we do a show, they're going to be rocking with us, Texas. You know what I mean? They're going to be rocking with us all over there. I know all through L.A., like Oakland, everywhere. So it's just like, I can't say that, but then I can. You feel me? Because people yeah. be like, man, you got to have your city. And I know why they saying you got to have your city behind your back. Because when you go to these other places and people get to start knowing you, they like, man, we want to know what high he is in his city. Or boom, how much love he got. You feel me? That's, what they, that's how it be. It be like that. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I got love in my city. It's just like, it's just like, not on that level where it's dope. Niggas know me for, like, making this music. and But anybody who know me know me. They know I make music and they know how I move. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's tough, bro. It's tough. Yeah. It's, like, the only piece of person that made it out of here in the last few years was the guy Shorty Shorty. You familiar with him? I've heard of him, yeah. Yeah, he's from Northeast Baltimore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he's definitely, he definitely made it out. Like, I'm talking about Rolling Loud. He's up there. Mm-hmm. And then it was... um. But before that, like, years, they considered these guys legends. There's a guy named Young Moose. Boosie signed him, but he just never really put nothing out like that. He put shit out here and there, but I don't know. A um, couple guys got killed. There was a guy named G-Rock. I used to, I actually used to like G-Rock. He was a, he was nice. He was nice. He was one of the best artists I heard come from here just on the trap and really telling you that trap lifestyle. Um, then you got a little Scooter, rest in peace of him. You probably heard of him. He, um. He had, like, this big-ass song called Bird Flu, and everybody started hopping on it. I think Shot Glizzy hopped on it. Like, shit like that. Like, our city got some love, and it got it pulled some, it got some people out here, you know what I mean, that did their thing. And now you got, like, Chino. He on the dirt bikes and shit. He be with me. Like, he's from here. He's actually from the west side, not too far where I'm from, hmm. in Park Heights. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy up here, and it's getting crazier. Hmm. And I always looked at my city like a... Um, like uh, uh, I always looked at New Orleans like a down, a down south Baltimore. Yeah. So imagine New Orleans like when you go through them city parts, just a city. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. a little country town, but just a city. That's how it is. Yeah. It's kind of weird because I've always. It's kind of weird you mentioned New Orleans too. It's almost like those are kind of like slept on cities from like if you're an outsider, you would probably not think of a place like that. But I feel like a lot of those places do have like hidden talent you know what i mean it's just like what you said it's like it's kind of hard to be heard in that like yeah. type of area and, it's, and so. let me and let me tell you this i don't mean to cut you off it's no, like it, bro it's like people only want to listen to it if the next person feel like it's cool enough to listen to mm-hmm. like what the fuck <laughs> what type of robot shit is that <laughs> you know like, like what kind of experiment shit has been like what the fuck has been done like why yeah. are you following that why are you following the, the fact that somebody else like it or not? What about what your ears can tolerate? You feel yeah. me? Like, this shit's crazy, bro. I'd be like, wow. So if they like it, they going to go ahead and like it. And then that's how they going to have 5.7 million views on YouTube in, like, less than a week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, man, it just be like, man, I'm just going to stay underground forever. I'm going to stay true to this shit, 10 toes. And I know something going to come out of it, man. We we like to not just think about the money aspect of it. We like to just think about the art, the craft, and just the beauty in helping people. That's what that's yeah. what I'm here for, to help people. Yeah. I'm, so I'm just serving my purpose and helping people any way I can. Not even, you know what I mean, just financially, man. Just, like, spiritually and mentally, man. Just, like, 
that mental health thing is big right mm-hmm. now. So we want everybody in a good mindset, man, and like just healthy. You feel me? Exactly. The wealth, the wealth gonna come with it. Yeah. You feel me? You just gotta stay doing something, and I mean, stay on your motherfucking pivot. Yeah. So no doubt, man. So I know you mentioned you have a lot of music in the works. Is there anything we can expect specifically before the end of the year that you're kind of eyeing maybe a release date or something? Like, what can we look out for first that might be dropping? Oh, yeah. Um, be on the lookout for that Baltimore State of Mind. That Baltimore State of Mind is about to drop. I be having to change my, my Baltimore because some people around the world are going to be like, oh, he's what is he saying? <laughs> Baltimore. <laughs> That's how we say it. But Baltimore. Yeah, but, um, you know. Yeah, that's definitely on the way. Um, I want to say, I want to say on my birthday. Tell my birthday probably September the ninth is my birthday. Right. Oh, so, that's my dad's birthday. Happy birthday, man! Word, thanks, yeah. bro. Yeah, man, Virgos, man. Yeah, for sure. I always remember that date because that's his birthday. And then this year it's the uh, NFL kickoff. So oh, I'm glad. I'm, I'm sure he's a good guy, man. Oh yeah, no doubt. My dad's my dad's dope, man, for sure. Um, so. I, I know you're on Instagram. Uh, are you on any other social media that people can find you at? Um, I actually need to make a new fucking Twitter. I, I haven't been on there in years, but I see that people still be, like, using that shit. Like, yeah. it's a tool. It's an so, acquired taste. <laughs> oh, it's like, uh, it's like MySpace? Uh, no, it's just, I don't really use it that much. Like, I have it. I just oh, post I thought, the stuff I, I post like on. like MySpace. Like, <laughs> no, 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 not like that. But it's, oh, uh, yeah, like, it's... It serves its purpose, you know what I mean? Just like anything else, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I'm really not on anything else. Like, Facebook, I'd just be on there for, like, my family, but yeah. I'm not even on it. I just got a page. Mm-hmm. Like, the only thing I get on is Instagram and my fucking, uh, and just fucking check the SoundCloud shit here and there. And, yeah, just fucking social media. I mean, a music platform type shit. Mm-hmm. And just Instagram, yeah. So I don't... I'm really taking a break on the Instagram shit because it'd be so much shit on there, man. Just be distracting you, like... Not even distracting you, just like, why? I don't need to look at this. I just now wasted time out of my, you know what I mean? My, I just now wasted some brain cells type shit. Like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> so it's just like, I just be like, fuck, man. I'm just going to post shit. They got to do with the business, the brand, the music, whatever. And then, boom. Yeah. Here and there, I might post a picture here and there. Just to let people know I'm still here. I'm still active, especially when I ain't dropping no music. But we was dropping like every month, bro. Like, we, I lost that, that that consistency slowed down because shit was happening in life and shit. Yeah. But we dro- we was dropping all if you was ta- if you was paying attention we was dropping all the way from like February, bro. Like February, my we dropped the smooth arrival, then we come back with the um, the last one we dropped was Back Road Tunes. Mm-hmm. I dropped Vintage Love, then Bro dropped his own single project with Tommy Hill. Oh uh, yeah, so we dropped like four months straight, but that was our plan to drop every month. But now I think I'm about to get um I'm about, I think I'm about to just go ahead and start dropping every weekend. Even if it's mm. a three-piece, a single, and then by the end of the month, I'll have a full project, about nine songs, six songs, you probably something like that. Just a yeah. little more consistent and put more music out there, but not put too much out. Yeah. But I learned that a long time ago, not to put too much out at a time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I noticed the consistency, because like, I remember Jordan, he kicked it off kind of, I think he had like a single right at the beginning of the year, and then I just kept <laughs> seeing like all, every yeah. week or every other week, you guys were dropping. So, oh, yeah. love that. So I only got a couple more questions for you, man, and then we'll wrap it up here. Um, if you could go back 10 years ago, maybe give yourself a piece of advice or maybe not change anything at all, what do you think you'd do? 10 years ago? Yes, sir. 10 years ago, let me see. Um, uh, what would I do, man? What would I do? What would I do? 
I know I wouldn't have stopped smoking weed because <laughs> weed has been helping me just unlocking my fucking brain. Um, I'm not going to say I wouldn't have had my son yet, but I kind of feel like I wouldn't. Even though that wasn't 10 years, but that is like somewhere in there because my son is six years old. But I'm like, um, I don't know, so I could have maybe like hustled a little long, like did something a little more so I could have more set up for him now, more of a foundation right now. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing I can really think of. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe, um, I'm going to say not drop out of school. I'm going to say I would have finished fucking high school. Let's mm -hmm. just say that because I can't say that. I, I don't, I'm, I'm going to go hard for my son regardless. So I'm not going to fucking say that, uh, I wish 10 years ago. Nah, fuck that. My son is good. He happy and I'm happy. But fucking high school, I wouldn't have dropped out in the fucking 12th grade. I needed some more credits. I didn't. Fucking, I just was fed up with it, man. And the music was winning me over more. I'm like, man, I gotta go to the studio. Fuck this shit. I'm ready. You know what I mean? So I dropped out. I needed some credits and shit. I dropped out in the 12th grade, man. Mm. And shit. Yeah, like, it was a long road because I had to do, like, this bridge program and all this shit. I used to just leave school, bro. Like, I used to, the days I felt like being there, I would be there. I would apply myself. Maybe, like, got so much potential. But I just knew at the end of the day, I didn't need everything. Y'all was wasting my time with it. Y'all wasting my time. I could be going to go, you know what I mean, put this time into something else. You feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah, exactly. and maybe I would have had my own business by now, like a fucking burger spot or something. But all that shit is in the works, man. Investments, more music, more life. You feel me? Good vibes, yeah. happiness, peace, love, yeah. loyalty. You know what I mean? So that leads into the next question then, which is 10 years from now, where do you think you want to be? Well, where do I think I'm going to be? Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to be where I want to be. Mm. Exactly where I plan to be. Um, everybody know ups and downs. Life comes with ups and downs. So it's going to be more ups and downs. It's going to be more um, bullshit that come about mm -hmm. along the way. But that's what make you, that's what made me, ouch, I dropped my phone. But that's what make me a character. That's what make me who I am today. You feel me? That's what yeah. built this character. Now, I mean, I feel like the, I feel like the perfect education for, for someone is knowledge and character. Mm -hmm. So like you can go very far with the with, with the power, the knowledge hold, and then the character, who you are, how you how you go about things. You know what I mean? The discipline, um, just controlling what you can and accepting what you can't. Shit like that. You mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? Like really be being the best that you can be at one with yourself, your surroundings, and the universe itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Do you have any final words of wisdom today for the listeners? Um, let me see what today is. I would like to leave this with you guys as soon as what's today is the twelfth. Today's the twelfth, yeah. All right, so today is knowledge cipher. I would like people to just go look that up. It's actually from the um the number table, I mean the number chart for the um five percenters in the nation of Islam. But knowledge and cipher is today. Oh, I'm wrong. It's not. Oh, I apologize. It's knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge and wisdom. I don't know why. Cipher is zero. Knowledge is one. Wisdom is two. Three is understanding. Four is culture. Freedom. Five is power. Refinement. Um, six is equality. Seven is God. Eight is to build and destroy. Nine is born. And zero is cipher. So we acknowledge and wisdom today. I just want people to go. Um, look into that. Just look up what they knowledge, what they feel like knowledge is, or just, I mean, live by it. Mm. You know, and yeah. the same thing with wisdom. That's probably the most unique final words of wisdom we've ever had, right there. 
<laughs> and I'm, I'm glad I could not me. <laughs> no doubt, bro. And that's all I have for you today, man. Uh, like I said, I appreciate you, you know, taking the time out just to be here. Uh, I thought this was a great conversation. I really appreciate all the energy you bring. Uh, keep being consistent, man. Like I said, I love what you guys are all doing music-wise, and I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys do in the future. Hopefully, we can do a part two soon, man. Oh, yeah, definitely, bro. And I had a lot of fun, man, just hanging out, kicking it, man, like I'm with the homie. Thanks, everyone, for listening today. That was episode number 66. We'll be back this time next week. As always, hit the support button on your podcast streaming platform if you'd like to send any funds. And hit that five-star rating if you enjoyed today's episode. So we'll see you then. Thank you very much.